Welcome back to Alter Guild. In the weeks since George Floyd was murdered, everything has changed. We don't pretend to know why this time is different, but we do know that the church, especially white congregations in America, can no longer pretend civil rights are a partisan issue, that Black Lives Matter are words too risky to declare in worship. Many of you listen to this podcast, but you don't attend or trust the church especially when our worship gatherings begin with a clergy person up front telling everyone else to confess their sins. Maybe like us, you've wanted to shout back at the person up front, you first church, why don't you get vulnerable and tell us the truth about your baggage for a change? And we get it, because the hypocrisy can be pretty brutal. So today's episode is rooted in acknowledgement and confession on behalf of the church and all its systems that justify what God does not justify, and that comfort what Jesus came to afflict. We begin in a posture of repentance. Alter Guild is rooted in the Twin Cities, where we speak their names, Jamar Clark, Philando Castile, and George Floyd. We remember with all of you the black men and women and trans folks who have been executed by the state, murdered in a system designed to threaten their bodies and keep them feeling small. We declare that black lives matter to God, and so they had better matter to the church too. That's where we start, and then we keep going. We do not stop until justice rolls down like waters. God said to Cain, Where is your brother? Cain answered, I do not know. What am I, my brother's keeper? And God said, What have you done? Listen, your blood cries out to me from this land. You will be cursed. God told Moses, I have seen the oppression of my people enslaved. I have heard their cries of distress, and I am aware of their suffering. They have been pressed down for 400 years, but I have come to liberate them from Egypt's power. The time is now. When you ask what you can bring to the Lord, what kind of offerings would please Almighty God? Should we bow and present new calves, strong rams, or rivers of oil? Should we sacrifice our firstborn children to pay for our sins? No, people. The Lord has told you what is good and what is required of you. Do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Jesus unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for I am anointed to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim the release of captives, to restore sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, to declare the year of the Lord's favor is here. Then Jesus rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue studied him carefully, and he said, This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. 
If you were counting on circumcision or any physical characteristic to make you right with God, then Christ will be of no benefit to you, because that means you are trying to make yourselves right with God by keeping the law, which cuts you off from the mercy of Christ, your own piety and privilege keeping you from God's grace. The Church Confesses for White Supremacy Living God, we have come to offer public apology for the ways your Holy Church benefits from white supremacy and racism at the expense of God's people. Merciful God, Your Son Jesus came into human form, sheltered by the womb and arms of a young, unwed mother. A baby, a boy, a man with brown skin, migrated as a refugee and immigrant, considered a common tradesman, deemed a threat by his own government, and lynched to death on a tree. This is how you chose to reveal heaven's beauty and power in the world. And yet we whitewash this story with our stained glass windows and our illustrated children's Bibles, with our single stories and stereotypes about Africa and the Middle East, with American history written to satisfy empire. We confess the ways our institutions and leaders have sanitized the life and death of Jesus, telling a far less offensive and radical story about God's love for people on the margins, domesticating the words and ways of Jesus to preserve the comfort and the power of some. Turn us from evil to your goodness, O God. We confess the harm done by the church in the name of Jesus Christ, the wars funded, the pillaged wealth, the cruelty of colonization, the cultures dehumanized and decimated, the abuse hidden from justice. Turn us from evil to your goodness, O God. We confess the misinterpretations of scripture, the gospel abused to condone genocide and slavery, to condemn the LGBTQIA community, to keep women from leadership, to confuse nationalism with faith in Christ. Turn us from evil to your goodness, O God. We confess the church's part in white fragility, in unwillingness to repair and reconcile on the terms of those so gravely hurt while systems of oppression continue to mutate from generation to generation. Turn us from evil to your goodness, O God. We confess our faith in whiteness, the superiority that white people are taught to both wield and deny, the quiet and persistent racism that informs too much of who we are and how we show up in the world. Turn us from evil to your goodness, O God. We confess the racial segregation of the church, 
are naive explanations and solutions that expect assimilation before belonging, and the historical and political conversations we avoid while our children are listening, learning what matters to God and to the church. Turn us from evil to your goodness, O God. We confess our faith in a zero-sum game. The fear of being overcome, the grief in losing dominance, the firm grip on the pen that writes history in familiar and favorable terms. Turn us from evil to your goodness, O God. We confess that we practice our faith by avoiding this open wound, as if it will heal itself in time. We prefer this artificial unity to the voice of Jesus, who told us to reconcile before all the rest. If you are offering your gift at the altar of the Lord, and remember that there is brokenness and unfinished business between you and your sibling, stop. Put down your gift. God will wait while you turn around and find your sibling. Listen, confess, repair, reconcile, and restore your relationships. And then come back to the altar of the Lord and offer your gift. Alter Guild is hosted by Meta Herrick Carlson, Miriam Samuelson Roberts, Matthew Ian Fleming, Derek Transgard, and Ian McConnell. We are five white pastors in the ELCA, the Lutheran Church, and this liturgy, this confession, is especially intended to address the 96% of our denomination that is white. We'd like to lift up a couple liturgy resources here that center the voices of people of color. One is the Disrupt Worship Project, which you can find at disruptworshipproject.com. Another is Enfleshed, which you can find at enfleshed.com and follow on social media. And if you haven't read Lenny Duncan's book, Dear Church, that book has good liturgical resources around decentering whiteness and uplifting people of color as well. Finally, although it's not liturgy specific, the Our Bible app is a partner of ours and has been publishing great content on anti-racism from thought leaders who are people of color. So be sure to check out and support that app. There are myriad amazing voices and resources speaking on and writing on racism in the church in general, but we wanted to lift up those specific resources on liturgy here. If you have another voice on anti-racist liturgy to add, send us an email at alterguild at gmail.com and we'll add it to the show notes.